What's up, everybody? Everybody in the whole universe? What is up, people from the future that are looking back at what people, primitive people from the past used to do? And I then became so famous in, in the 22nd century that you, you know, these podcasts have become huge and changed culture as we know them. But now you're looking at it from the year 5,000. You're thinking, man, that guy's a moron. How you doing, everybody? This is a show. It's a show where, uh, where uh, uh, I uh, interview. Uh, well, it's an interview. It's a chat. Uh, here's, here's the premise of this. Uh, it's called Crazy Stories. If you haven't uh, seen the show before, uh, what it is is really uh, I've, I've, I'm doing this because I'm not famous. And uh, I don't know anybody famous. But what I discovered is I, I know some interesting people. And I figured that people uh, that are interesting have interesting stories. You know you know how you tell certain stories at parties and you tell certain stories that you're the star of and you love to tell, but that's your perspective, your story. So I've decided to do a show where I bring in interesting people. They tell stories from their lives. We riff on it a little bit. You guys can comment during. I'll also read your comments, put them on the screen. It'll be a nice time. It'll be good. Trust me. It'll be good. I've done this in the past. It's nice. All right. So this uh, time, uh, I brought on a very interesting dude. Uh, it does all the way from Africa. He lives in Berlin right now. Please give it up for Ian and Bell, everybody. How you doing, man? Yeah, not too bad. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Just did my daily walk. I'm, uh, at this point, I'm walking with my dog, and he doesn't want to come anymore. I'm doing too many walks. <laughs> so your dogs realize that it, the, the walks are not for him any longer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> at, this, at this point, you know how if you've ever had a dog, like you take out the dog, and the dog always wants to stay, and you're like, come on, let's go. So the roles have been reversed. <laughs> you know? The dog is like, would you just get the vaccine already? All right, just <laughs> fucking stop. I'm 11 years old. I can't. That's it. We're going home. <laughs> that's where we're at. How you doing, man? Yeah, no, I'm just chill, man. Trying to, uh, yeah, keep alive, I suppose. Um, You're a runner, and, right? Last time I saw you, you ran to from your house to the place that we were. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do, do that. that. Just uh, randomly, I you know I have all this time on my hands, so I I figure running is a good idea, right? But do you run like from place to place, just generally, or do you run for sport? Uh, just for sport or fun, just to uh, to change change the cycle a little bit, you know, do something different. Is that your sport, or do you do any other sports? Uh, I, well, right now I'm I'm not doing any other sports except for running and cycling. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're in good shape, man. You're in good shape. I'm, I've started because I uh, did my back operation and I had the, uh, and I'm doing physical therapy. My physical therapist is like, we're doing well. And she said, all right, from a few months from now, you're just going back to doing regular sport. And I'm like, going back. <laughs> you don't know me at all. <laughs> the correct phrasing is starting to do. And I've just been looking at it because I have to. And I also want to. I'm 41. I got to start doing something. So I've been uh, I've been looking at people doing sports, you know. They they think I'm a creep at this point. I was like, "What are you doing there?" Hmm. I like how you sweat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I so have you're a you're uh, 
What what? No, no I, was, I, was, I was just gonna say I, I, I do sweat a lot, so I think that's something to do with uh, uh, running, I suppose. Really, I thought when you when when we met, you you weren't sweaty at all. I was like, that's impressive for someone who just ran a lot. You ran from vet, like you ran from vetting to Mitte or something like that, no? Charlottenburg to Mitte. Charlottenburg to Mitte. All right. Yeah. Do do cops ever stop next to you just because you're running? <laughs> be like, we don't nah. like that. We don't. Yeah, I think I don't they're know trying to avoid on. me as much as they can. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to avoid you. Yeah, like I, I mean, I, I think I've, I've ran past a, a bank that was being robbed once, or that was robbed, and there were a bunch oh. of cops around there. And I literally, I they opened up the way so I could walk through. It was just weird. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what was going through their head. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is this the guy? <laughs> He's coming to check, you know, to check if the, the coast is clear. Especially like Berlin police, they're like, uh, is this the guy? Was that race? Let's just let him pass. Even if this is the guy, we're just going to let him go. Just because we don't want to come off as racist. Just let him go. Even if he has, take the money from the bank. Just take it. We don't want to, we don't. I just saw, I just saw, uh, I'm watching uh, Facebook uh, TV now because, hey, uh, it's better than shooting yourself. So uh, I saw this uh, uh, what, this uh, guy from Fox News, Carl, I don't know his name, like a, like a really right-wing kind of, uh, I don't know, Carl something, Carl, I don't know. And he was talking about uh, CNN saying there was a shooting in America and CNN was, were like, it was a white guy. It was a white guy that did it. It's just not just to, just to be clear that whatever bad shit they're going to say, it's not a Muslim guy. It's not an Arab. It's a white guy. We can say what we want from now. <laughs> Climate is so weird, man. I know it's so fucking crazy. Uh... You find that you get any you get any uh, any weird kind of situations because of that. Oh, what because of of what being black i guess because of the it's not only being black i'm mean, like because of the atmosphere now i guess um at the moment none whatsoever i feel like um everything's sort of like laid back for me anyway like but i i do okay. live in i you know like i live in berlin man it's just i i just don't think i'd get that much uh grief anyway yeah yeah I don't That's know uh, because, yeah, because I, I yeah, I've not, I've not really had any grief here so far. Just been uh, oh, that's pretty, pretty cool. much really bad. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But also, you're a big guy. I think that has to do with it. I think that's had a lot to do with it for most of my life. Yeah. Yeah, I've 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 heard like uh, uh, smaller guys that are uh, Arab or black. They 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 some people pick on them. I'm also big. People don't know that I'm weak, so they don't fuck with me. <laughs> yeah. I've, my whole life, I've, uh, I've, uh, I've, I've, I've created a look. I know how to look at people. Like if I go in a neighborhood that's somewhat, I don't know, you know, like it seems like there's a lot of drugs around, and I don't know, I'm, I'm too, uh, you know, I'm too, I'm too smiley, and you know, so I, I have a look of like. <laughs> yeah. uh, what What does that achieve? It just turns people away or something. It, yeah, it's like it's like the, the 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 point that I'm trying to convey is not uh, 
I'm going to I'm I'm going to kill you. But the point that I'm trying to convey is like if you fuck with me, you'll get hurt somewhat. And I think that's enough. <laughs> that's enough for people to be like, yeah, let's just wait for the next Jew to come by. <laughs> See what happens. Usually I don't get into trouble. <laughs> I I think that's a great skill. Like to be able to look at people and not get into trouble. That's that's it's what I'm aiming for in life. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work with kids. If you were, look at kids that way, you will get in trouble. Like if yeah, don't don't ever. If you look at a kid like that's yeah. that's jail time. That's don't do that. Other than that, I recommend it. Other than children, I recommend it. <laughs> yeah. So tell me a story, man. Tell me a story. Tell me something interesting. Right. Uh, I don't know. I. I uh, uh, yeah, I, I had my twenty uh, third birthday in um, in a village um, in Africa. No, in in Central Asia. In, in Central uh, Asia. In, yeah, in Afghanistan. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was pretty weird. You were, you were there. You want to say why you were there? Yeah, yeah, I was I was in the army. The British army, yeah. All right, so I have to give details like this. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do that. It's fine. Like I, I know you, but they don't. So. Right. All right. So I was in the British Army, and um, yeah, and the first time I went out to Afghanistan, it was uh, super weird, man. I was, uh, I was, just came from Africa to move to the UK, and then, um, yeah, and then they were like, and then shipped to oh, Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, I'm like you know, you're going weird. straight to it. That's that's what you signed up for. And, and yeah, it was it was crazy because I uh, it was just before my birthday as well, and um, and they made us uh, they made us sign our wills and and what uh, yeah 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 wait before you flew to Afghanistan or after yeah, you flew yeah, there again yeah. well like look something might happen there so you need to sort all of this stuff out go sign your wills and shit. I was like, damn, weren't you, weren't you at that point going like, I'm going to go back to Africa, I think. <laughs> it's not. I, I was considering it. Yeah, I was considering it. But, but I mean, once you've got, you've gone that far, then you, there's, there's just no turning back, is there? Well, I guess so, yeah. Army yeah. is not like, the minute you sign in, they're not going to be, oh, you want out? Here you go, sir, like the <laughs> cops in Berlin. <laughs> Clear the way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've been to the army, so yeah, I get, it. I get it. All right. Yeah, so I did you yeah, have to yeah, sign I, your I, will. Was it like a like a? Did they give it to you, or was it like it just you you write your own will? You write your own will. So yeah, you have all these uh, insurances that you you're supposed. If something happens to you, you're supposed to like get a, some sort of payout from it or whatever. And so oh, okay. if if you don't make it, then that. What the the amount of money that you're supposed to get out of it is supposed to go to somebody? Okay, okay. They sort of like budgeted for it. I I, I think so. I I, mean, yeah. I wasn't sure. Yeah, but I wonder yeah. like what do they think a 22 year old has? <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, not, uh, not my, that my running too. pants go to my grandma because she likes to run. All right. <laughs> By the way, in Israel they don't give you they don't give you a will. And Israel is like, if you die, we'll figure it out. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give you anything if you die. It's just like, yeah, you're you're 19. We don't, you know, you don't have what do you what Pink Floyd CD? Just fine. I'm sorry, I'm old, so it's a Pink Floyd CD <laughs> right now. 
It's your, it's your, it's your iPhone. We're gonna give your iPhone to your grandma. It'll be fine. All right. So you went yeah. to Afghanistan on your birthday. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, and I, I think it was on my birthday that I actually got shot at there. Uh, which, which was really? the funniest. Yeah. That's a that's a gift for you. <laughs> yep. Twenty third birthday. Yeah. Can't forget it now. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a birthday you won't forget. That's uh that's for sure. All right, so how did you get how did you get shot? Like did, you didn't get shot, you got shot at, right? Shot at, yeah, which is yeah. Uh, which is better. It's better to get yeah. shot at than, than, shot. Being, yeah. than being shot, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that yeah, word so, that little word is uh, changes the whole scenario. Okay. Yeah. Um so that I think the um, yeah, uh the, I think there were just some guys probably teenagers were who had like weapons or something. And they decided that they were going to shoot at us, um, uh, but they, yeah, they they were scared away by fireworks, basically. Like they shot flash <laughs> at them. And they shot. They wait, away. so you were in a village. You were in a village, and you were in, with your unit in uh, in in a village in Afghanistan. What were you doing yeah. there? <laughs> well, we were supposed to be um, uh, fighting the Taliban. Okay. Yeah. And um, you were supposed to be fighting the Taliban, or were you fighting the Taliban? No, we were. We were. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're supposed to be fighting the Taliban, but really, we're just doing ping pong uh, tournaments. <laughs> yeah. No. Against that, the Taliban, we, but all right. yeah, yeah. No, we're we're fighting the Taliban, right? And um, yeah, uh, they were pretty much like preventing people from, particularly women, from going to school, girls and women from going going to schools, and so yeah, we just sort of. Um, had to def protect their rights to go to school and shit like that. So we were involved oh, in wow. a lot with like chatting with the local communities and and whatnot. So what the Taliban was that like ISIS basically? I don't think. Uh, first of the Taliban sounds like a ban on Tali, which is just like a we are the Taliban anyway. But uh, but <laughs> I don't I don't is it like ISIS? It's like it's like a Muslim extreme. I don't know anything about the Taliban. They weren't. They weren't as popular as ISIS. They were just like, ah, the Taliban. Like, nobody knew. I don't think anybody knew what they were up to. What, what, um, what was the Taliban, basically? Were they, the, a lot uh, of them? No, I, um, I think they, they mostly just uh, uh, sort of like religious uh, fundamentalists or something who, who kind of like want to live, live um, in an ancient traditional way. And so mm. the ancient traditional way is uh, suppressing any sort of dissent, particularly from from women and and uh, any other people who have different political views or shit like that. So, mm. but then they, unlike ISIS, they're not trying to take over a whole part or part of um, the Middle East. They just want to. They just want control of Afghanistan. Mm. All right, and and that's pretty much the 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 only difference I know anyway. Seems like to me that a lot of these organizations pop up because they can't, they don't know how to argue well with women. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stop them from going to school. I can't, I don't know what she's talking about. I don't understand. I need and her to be dumber exactly than that. me. Come on, let's do this. <laughs> that is Man. exactly it. <laughs> yeah. Just like uh, so, what are your thoughts on your, uh, you know, in your emotional well-being? Stop these people from going to school! <laughs> I can't have it anymore. I don't know. All right, I don't know. 
Damn it. So, so your your role was basically allowing people to live a normal life, and then so these teenagers were they Taliban or is just like teenagers with guns? No, I, I I think some some of the teenagers had these tattoos on them, right? Like they didn't look. You can you can you can see a person in their face, like if they're a fully grown man or or somebody who's trying to be a man, and mm. um, like yeah. Me. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna comment. <laughs> Thank you. You you already said yeah. I knew it was. I know it was about something else. But whoever just joined the show. I said, I'm trying to be a man. And you went, well, yeah, that's basically what they got. All right, cool. So yeah. they had these tattoos? Yeah, so to mark, to mark if they were part of the Taliban or not, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty stupid. Yeah, but <laughs> during the day, guy. there's nothing you could do to them anyway because we used to uh, go out patrol right during the day and sometimes we'd stop and search people to see if they had okay. any weapons on them or radios or shit like that. And... Um, and uh, of course, while you're searching the person, you also note whatever marks they have on their skin. And majority of the, of the sort of like young, fit men were, would have tattoos on them. And okay. th these are the men of fighting age as well. So we assume that there was some sort of like rank structure through tattoos or uh, symbol right. of identity. Like the Russian mafia, basically. It didn't just say Taliban. No, well, it was it was a mark. It it didn't it wasn't particularly uh, it was it didn't have the name Taliban on it. It's just a mark, but it differed oh, as well. You can see like progressions on the marks as well. Mm. Like what what kind of mark? Do you remember a mark? Um, oh, just because I'm thinking about getting a tattoo and I'm. <laughs> get yourself. That would make me tough in tough neighborhoods. <laughs> it's like let's get that guy. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> You were in the <laughs> Taliban? Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember uh, I can't, any, any I can't... tattoos? What's that? Sorry? Do you remember any tattoos or no? Yeah, I, I remember when we searched one guy, he had this, um, he, had, he had a line, or he had one line uh, running horizontal and not other one running diagonal. And then there was some sort of like, um, uh, I don't know, like blots in, in, within, within these two lines. I didn't there was quite. What? There was what? Sort of like little circles. One line is. Oh, circles within it. Yeah. One line. Okay. So starting from the same point, right? So mm. the one, the horizontal line and the diagonal line started from the same point. Like so. Diagonal, diagonal. Not, hor yeah. not, not vertical. Oh, diagonal like this? Di diagonal and horizontal. Like this. So. <laughs> Shit. Can't do it like that. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, and? That, yeah, it, it's an acute angle. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the more circles, the more of an asshole. I I figured so, but I, I didn't see all the tattoos. I think that's one of the yeah, few yeah. that I saw. So what'd so you do? They shot in you. What'd you What'd you do? Well, you shoot back. I, what What else could you do? <laughs> <laughs> we had some tea. It's an English uh, yeah, English no, arm. No, 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 not right now. Not right now. No, no. Yeah. Can't we just talk All about right. this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh well, we never thought about talking. Or not more talking. We tried with the women. No. <laughs> just, 
an army of people who don't want to talk. <laughs> so I'm assuming you won because you've passed your 23rd birthday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How so many I, people were they and how many people were you? Uh, I mean, the numbers differed. There, there wasn't just one, but I, I think on my 23rd birthday, it was a whole multiple. So about, I don't know, 15 soldiers that were okay. in, the, um, in the camp that we're in. And they literally attacked the camp that we're in. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just like three guys? Yeah, it wasn't that many because they didn't manage to get uh, near enough to it. <laughs> That's quite... Let's just attack this camp. That's got to be a combination of stupidity and boredom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're in a little village somewhere in Afghanistan. You've got nothing to do. You've got weapons right next to you. Of course you're going to be stupid. It's <laughs> 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 just missing the weapons. That's, that's the, whole, the whole thing. I had a, I had a joke once about, uh, about, you know, that people used to go to war way more often and people didn't, like, understand how come. I was like, look, you have a person living in a small room with uh, his cousin that his dad made him marry that he hates. And then they had 11 children and they live in the same hut. And the only thing that he has to do is go out to the field and, and, and work a job that he hates. At that point, war seems like a pretty good option. You know? <laughs> While you're killing the person, you're going, that's my wife, that's my kid, that's the other kid, that's my neighbor. Fuck it, I'm dead, hallelujah. You know? That's... So it seems like a similar situation, you know, but in, in these kind of places, they're like, well, let's fucking. The only thing they're missing is somebody giving them an M16 for some reason. Oh, man. It's not a good idea. Uh, Paul Ryman is writing us that actually uh, they popped up because of the U.S. politics in the 80s. Yes. Yeah, I uh, when, uh, yes, I, I know this uh, because of. Um, um, that the, uh, Afghanistan was fighting against the Soviet Union, right? Mm. And um, and so the, Uni the United States actually funded a whole lot of the mujahideen in Afghanistan. Okay. And so um, after after they they defeated the Soviet Union, they they just sort of left them to their own devices, and this is how they became sort of like extremist and and they had all the weapons as well from the U.S. So they just pretty much took everybody under. That's insane. Like, America doesn't think ahead. No. It's just no. amazing. It's amazing. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, here's guns and tanks and weapons. You're not going to use them after we leave, right? Right? <laughs> you know what happened? I have a, I have a, a, a good friend of my, uh, of, of, uh, of my family is, uh, is a reporter. And he's, he's an Israeli reporter. Uh, his name is Itai Engel. He's got uh, an American passport. And right. he uh, and it's Engel. In, in if if you know if you say it that way, it sounds it sounds Hebrew. It sounds Jewish, but it, it's written Angel, so you don't know that it's Jewish when you see it. So he has uh, a, an uh, you know uh, American passport. So he goes to all these uh, war-ridden Arab countries, and uh, he really gets to the front lines of stuff. You know, he goes with military convoys and stuff like that. And what he told me about ISIS is that when America took Iraq, right, what they did was they put in a new regime and then they told the Iraqi army, like, no, you're, now, you're no longer, you're all unemployed now. And they left. <laughs> so, 
And there's even <laughs> recordings that say, like, look, you should really, like, they're saying, if you do this, we will take revenge. There will be no village unturned, you know. And the Americans were like, ah, we don't believe you. And, uh, and then, you know, they only needed an excuse that the ISIS guy, which was also, you know, prompt up, America prompted the, the, whatever his name was, the guy who was the head of ISIS, they named him as, as a major, like, terrorist before he even was one just so they have an excuse to invade uh, Iraq, right? So he became bigger, and then everybody joined that guy. So what essentially happened is you have an army of people that are unemployed, and their only skill is army. And that's how the, the, that's <laughs> what did they think they're going to take on painting? <laughs> like it's not it's, it's just dumb. And that's how ISIS was created. It's just it's insanity. Like crazy, crazy stuff, man. Yes, it's exactly what army people are going to do when they're unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh, we're traumatized, shit. We're, we're unemployed, we're traumatized. What do we do next? Let's just fucking kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just give them a good excuse. Why are we doing this? Uh, fuck it. God wants you to do it. Cowabunga, <laughs> motherfucker. Let's do it. It's time to go to war. Oh, shit. But the English as well. The English. Did you have a problem joining the English army? Like you're from Africa. The, the English conquered Africa at some point. Did you not yes. have a problem with that? Oh no, I, I had a lot of problems with it. But um, uh, I think um, I think because of how I uh, or what I intended to do uh, when when I joined the British army was uh, you know I was influenced by sort of like naivety almost, right? Where I was. Um, uh, I, I sort of um, equated equated what was happening in Afghanistan to apartheid in South Africa. And I was like, somebody's got to go and do something about it. Somebody's got to go and do something about it. So I, I was like, okay, if I have to join the British to stop it, then that's what I'm going to do. Hmm. And now looking back, you're like, I joined the British to stop apartheid. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but when you're young, man, when you're young. That's by the way, that's why they they take people when they're young. They're exactly uh, they're, they're I don't know, like first off because we're naive when we're young, we don't know how the world works at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the, and they also there's been studies like uh in in Israel the the army is 18, right? So like most places I think and um and the reason they do it is because that's a peak of hormones for men and that they don't know what to do with. And the army just essentially takes that, you know, I want to fuck and turns it into, I'm going to kill everybody. That's, that's basically <laughs> what they do. Yeah, that's horrible. That is fucking horrendous. It's horrendous, man. But that's, it's, from, it's from also bad. It's also, it's what, what? Going from fucking to killing. It's like, oh, no, yeah. I want to I fuck still. <laughs> yeah. Either way, you're getting a thing into a thing. You know, you're either yeah. it used to be a sword, now it's a bullet. It's really all you want is just to have sex. You just want to put the penis in a thing, and they turn it into violence. It's just it's horrible. Yeah, great analogy. And uh, and also, you don't have any regard for your own self being because you think you're Superman when you're young. That's the other thing. Like, yeah, that's a uh, it's something that is known about terrorists. For example, like terrorists. Um, 
they're up for you know killing themselves and bombing and all that shit and turn around the age of 30 then when they start getting kids they're like hello akbar but uh i'm gonna stay home i'm gonna stay home i'm gonna stay you hello akbar i i'll stay i'll be here i'll 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 i'll, I'll plan it i'll do the planning I'll give it to the guy who is, who's a virgin yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give it to the virgin it's gonna be fantastic what do you have you ever had sex with someone no you see i have and i've made children so you go i've i've done anal so i'm staying home but you go it's insane man so but did you get to celebrate the birthday or were you traumatized by this like what was that like a to turn the whole day into like no, I actually I, I got to call my my parents and my family back in South Africa. So they, they had this like satellite phone that only um, um, was used for emergencies or if okay. the uh, I don't know the the camp commander needed to call out further than uh, the next village, they would use the satellite phone. So they they gave me the satellite phone to call my family at home. So that was pretty wow. good. That's nice. So I was telling my 23rd birthday that I was getting shot at and it was really fun, <laughs> you know, and I'm really stupid. <laughs> well, how did your parents react? Oh, you're cut off a little bit there. That's the problem with the doing you know, um, shows. Oh, okay, you go. You're back. Right. So, so how did my your parents, parents react? The way my parents reacted. Yeah, the, the way that they reacted was they um, kind of like said to me, we told you this, this is how it would be. And yeah, don't worry us about this shit again. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, just deal with it. You, you wanted it. So I had to deal with it. Damn, that's harsh. Yeah. That's harsh. I, 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 but I feel like that's uh, it's like the typical African parent thing to do is kind of be like, well, you know, like you're doing your own shit, so mm. leave me out of it. We told you to stay home. We gave you the option to stay <laughs> home and masturbate. But you were like, no, I need to go to Afghanistan and poke holes in people. So now you got to deal with it. That's got to be yeah. so. Their par your parents tried to stop you from going. Uh, yeah, of course. Like they, they, they weren't really keen on it. Uh, like uh, yeah. maybe, maybe you should like do things like other, like my, like my peers, you know, and then go to university and and yeah, and try and get a girlfriend and, and a job and shit like that. I, I don't know. Yeah, mm. um, but I, I was like, nah, fuck that. I'm not doing that. All right. So how long were you in the army? Uh, seven years. Seven years. Yeah, man. Did you have to sign for seven years from the beginning, or what did you? No, stay only, only four years. Okay, so you enjoyed your time at the end in the in the army. Well, um, I did for other reasons as well. Like, uh, uh, for example, like you get you get all sorts of training, right? Um, in the in the army, and uh, yeah, and one of the one of the things that you have to do to uh, to get the training is actually do the job as well. And so, like for example, being a security analyst, you know, if you mm -hmm. have a, an understanding of how how uh, a certain aspect of security work, then you know you could get a skill out of it. Okay. 
Yeah. Like what? So, Give me an example. What is what is what does it mean to be a security analyst? So you could you could you could get certified, you know, like without having to go through the um, theoretical sort of processes. Okay. Yeah. Because so you, a theoretical analyst, like a security analyst, is like checking if something is secure enough, like if people can infiltrate or stuff like that. Is that a security analyst? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll give you an example, right? Um, uh, another story, I suppose. Uh, so, for example, okay. I was um, I was, I was uh, once based in a um, uh, sort of like a high security telecoms interception station in Cyprus, and um, that is a lot of words. <laughs> high yeah. security telecom telecommunications intercept interception station in Cyprus. In Cyprus, yeah. Okay, I knew there was a beach there, but all right, let's continue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So on this, on this, it, it, this was up in the mountains, right? So you get like um, um, the three, the three resort cities on the coast, um, uh, and then you get Nicosia, and then uh, sort of, I think out, uh, is it west? Yeah, out west, there's the mountains called the. Um, called, there's a mountain called Mount Olympus, and they have this sort of like massive. It, it's something out of kind of uh, uh, similar, uh, similar to um, what's it? Metal, metal is it Metal Gear Solid or something? It's like it's. It was sort of like that when I first arrived. I was like, what the fuck? You know, you had you had these um, weird shell-shaped buildings, you know, and some of them looked like golf balls on the ground and shit like that. And like, whoa, okay. yeah, it was intense. Um, and uh, so what we so had huge to do, golf balls basically on the mountains, pretty much. Yeah, okay, excuse me, as if God is playing golf. Right. <laughs> and um, so there was this security was called Trudos, right? And um, and uh, yeah, or this facility rather, yeah. Um, and so one of the jobs I had to do was to patrol the um, the the perimeter of the of the whole uh, facility, and there was also uh, a room where you could actually go and sit with, you know, sit with people who are um, kind of like uh, intercepting intercepting this uh, information because they needed uh, a soldier to be in there just in case somebody walks in and <laughs> tries to take the information. I I don't but know. They're not it, they're not intercepting information from Greece, right? It's not like uh, you know. Because it took him a while to realize that they're bankrupt. They're not that good of... <laughs> That's right. They didn't get that information. They were like, we got a lot of information, but we didn't know about the money. So I'm guessing they weren't... They weren't... What information were they intercepting? From around the world know, or I, what? I think it was mostly... It mostly had to do with, um, with uh, the Taliban and Al-Qaeda. And I think there was also oh. uh, maybe... In, uh, something to do with uh, intercepting information, um, um, information from uh, Russia, I suppose, because there's okay. also quite a, a big Russian sort of like um, um, community in Cyprus as well. Ah, okay, so they're looking for information coming from Cyprus to there and back. Is that what that's the thing? I think so. I think that's okay. that. That was the thing. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah. So where was I? Um, so you were. You were. First off, wait. We have Farhan is saying Farhan Amar is saying 
No wonder they got blazing internet there, uh, which probably means they have good internet because they're intercepting things. I don't know. <laughs> All right. And uh, he says uh, the weapon to surpass Metal Gear is is there, is in the Mount Olympus, I guess. Is that true? I don't know. The, the game, Metal Gear, I guess, from uh, PS4 or something like that. Right. Yeah. I, I we're talking I, we're talking about real army right now it's not this <laughs> is not a conversation about metal gear but it's all right cool uh so you were you, so you were you were you were saying you're patrolling the the perimeter. The, the perimeter yeah um and then we also had to sit in guard with um with the uh, um and the you know the people on the computers basically and then um and then the, we also had this uh, other duty, use, but only one soldier could do it at a time, right? And you'd sit in front of these um, monitors and you would see all the CCTV footage, right? So I was a really bad soldier because I didn't get the CCTV rotation not once in my three months there while I was, uh, okay. I was posted there. And on my last day, they were like, you are on the CCTV today. So I was okay. like, okay, it's all good. So I, I went on the CCTV and I think it literally took me like three hours and I fell asleep the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> well, that look, when that happens to me, when I watch Game of Thrones, what do you want? <laughs> you got to watch TV. <laughs> I was literally the only person guarding that thing, and I fell asleep. <laughs> and they they walked in while while I was drooling on the fucking on the control fucking pad. They're like, "What the fuck, man?" Ah, uh, they're like, "Is that an infiltrator?" No, actually, that's just my spit. <laughs> Let me just I spit on the monitor. <laughs> Damn. Uh, uh, Olian, which is a guy from Israel, he he's saying that where where is your uh, I don't know how to how to translate it. It's like he's, he's saying that you're not keeping uh, the the army secrets. Where like you're telling us where the where the where the whatever is happening. Um, it, well, it's it's a story. It's not it's not a it's not a. I mean, it still has the army there, and those those people are going to defend it. So I. Even if you know about yeah. it, I don't think there's much you could do. I'm, I'm sure the enemy knows that they're there. They're not going to yeah. attack Cyprus just to yeah. find a golf ball. It's, uh, I, I mean, I got there. You know what I mean? If I got there, then the enemy definitely knows. <laughs> <laughs> also, hearing this story, they're probably like, we don't need to go there. They're falling asleep at the monitor. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that important. <laughs> Oh, he wants me to tell you that you, he thinks you're a toy soldier. That's what he. That's what he. Ori, okay. you weren't such a big soldier yourself. I don't know where you're coming up. Ori smoked weed his entire army service. <laughs> toy soldier, tell him. He says, uh, "Shut up, we're listening." All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I'll, I'll tell you a, a, a story. When I first off, if anybody was a toy soldier, I was one. I, I never wanted to be like uh, I, I didn't want to be in any form of fighting like uh, at, at all. In Israel, you have to go to the army, right? So you have to go for a man has to go for three years and a woman has to go for two, and then because we don't want them to get uh, educated and uh, and overpass us in talking. Uh, and no, that's not the case. so uh, 
I didn't want I, I didn't want to be the war, a warrior, so I you know I came up with all sorts of medical stuff and stuff. So you have to go, and then you you can be a clerk, right? Now they offered me all sorts of roles, uh, and I didn't want anything that had any responsibility in it. I just wanted to do it and and be done with it, right? So uh, I I even I wasn't there for the whole three years. I was there for one year and nine months. Uh, don't ask me how I did it. Uh, so. When I when I came, like they moved me to another base. This was in the middle of Israel, so there's nothing really to defend. All right, this, we're talking about next to Tel Aviv, but they're keeping up the pretense as if there is something to defend. You know, so right. you have to stand there with your gun in case, you know, a boy will ask you which direction Tel Aviv is or something. I don't know. You're just standing there like a fucking moron. And not only that. I, I said, look, I don't want any responsibility. So what they did, they gave me a role of being of guard duty inside an army base, which means I wasn't even protecting the army base from the outside, but a certain area inside the army base from other people in the army base. Now, that wasn't even the case because apparently the Israeli army, uh, back then at, at least, they didn't want to pay a lot of money to construct buildings. All right, like every other contractor, right? So what they yeah. did was they got a contractor to build a building and he brought in Romanian workers, which are cheaper, right? So the reason I was there was not to keep people out, but was to keep the Romanian workers in so they don't stroll around the army base and find <laughs> out information for the enemy, right? That was my role. Now, you've never seen an, a less interested group of people than those Romanian workers in whatever's going on around them. They could give a less of a fuck. Like they, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's really, they don't want to leave at all. So they just come, they work there and then they go home. They don't give a shit. So I'm really not needed. There is no reason for me to be there. All right. So, but here's, so my plan was basically, and I did this at some point, my plan was basically at some point just not to show up because the guy who was running the whole thing was doing well without me. All right. But I needed to be cool in the beginning. I needed to be like, all right, I'm not I'm going to show my face. I'm going to pretend to be, you know, this this guy who's responsible. But I was only there for half a day. So I, I had guard duty for half a day. And then another guy came in for guard duty for half a day. Right. And that guy couldn't give less of a fuck. <laughs> now, he couldn't get level, give less of a fuck. So what he did was he came there. Right. And now this enclosure was right next to the office of the head of the base, like the guy who's, who's the commander of the base, right? So this guy, he came there and just immediately went to sleep every time, every time. He just, he just, uh, you know. And then one day, uh, because this is a construction site, they have to bring in and out, uh, you know, like trucks. So the trucks will uh, bring in cement and all sorts of shit, right? So they had to open the gate to let the trucks in. Now, it was the job of the guy who's, who's guarding the thing to close the gate after it, after, the, after they leave. But if you fall asleep, that's not happening, right? So the gate remained open. And on one specific day, the, the guy who, uh, who guarded fell asleep and the Romanian workers took his gun to play with just to see how an M16 feels like because they didn't go to the <laughs> army they're from Romania. Right, so they're playing with his M16, right? And the, and then the guy who's running the the construction site, which is a civilian, he's like, guys, stop that! Take the M16 and just put the M16 
like the you know the strap in between his fingers in order not to wake him up. <laughs> and then the commander of the base walks in, and that's the last I saw that guy. <laughs> that's the story from the Israeli army for you, man. Uh, uh, we gonna we got a lot of people writing us some stuff. Uh, uh, all right, so Ari is just saying. Uh, I'm a toy soldier, smoked weed as an MP, takes one to no one. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Did you, did you smoke a lot of weed? There was a lot of, wasn't there like heroin in Afghanistan or something like that? I don't know. There were poppy, poppy seeds or something. No, wasn't there like a whole poppy seed? Uh, there was, uh, there was, yeah, there was poppy. Yeah, there was definitely a of, uh, of the, of the plants that were sort of like taller than we were you know and wow yeah take photos of that look mom i'm guarding marijuana yeah <laughs> um wasn't it yeah, wasn't so it was, like uh, there was a lot of well, that shit but were people smoking it were people like uh, partaking i think some people just took took some seeds back to the uk but a lot of people didn't smoke really mm. um i mean if they were caught they would be fined quite heavily so um, a lot of people didn't bother with it that much, but there was like a big uh, like smuggling thing going on there, no? In, in Afghanistan, yeah, yeah. Did you hear There's about that? Did you did you know anyone yeah. that did that? I, I mean, uh, the, the, I've, I've heard some stories of people uh, who were serving in my unit, sort of like coming back with um, you know mortars, like the the the. the uh, the round itself, like they they put it in their bags and it traveled uh, with with some noble. Uh, uh, you're cut so, off again. Hold on. They traveled how? They traveled with just sort of like on a civilian flight, and they they had the mortar in there with it, you know. And you know how people like sort of mishandle bags with civilian flights, like when they're throwing them apart. So that could have been yeah. triggered, like. Uh, so I've heard stories like that, but uh, a lot of guys, a lot of guys, you would uh, take some of the seeds as well because I think uh, Afghani, so Afghani is considered to be one of the really good strands as well. So they take seeds to go grow back in the UK. Okay. Um, and, but yeah, other than that, I don't really. I think I remember seeing. Were they not caught though? Were they not caught like uh, going no. back in civilian flight? Uh, no. I mean, they they assume that because we're soldiers, we're we're not we're not gonna break any laws. But yeah, you know, you're in uniform, right? So they think uh, they're not gonna be that stupid, are they? Uh, but yeah, we yeah but they, are. they yeah. are. Yeah, <laughs> as as seen from all the stories we told right now. Yeah. All right, Farhan is defending himself here, saying, uh, 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 laughing my ass off. I know some stuff. One of my professors invited me. For a project for unnamed maritime surveillance system. Oh, that sounds like a beginning of a movie. <laughs> or or beginning of or a beginning of a movie or something that ends with sexual harassment. One of the two. <laughs> one of the two things. Uh, Eunice is saying, did you watch the movie War Machine? And if yes, what do you think about it? Have you seen that movie? I haven't seen it. It's probably about I a have not seen it, man. <laughs> have you seen have you seen the movie Three Kings? Remember that um, movie? I'm not familiar with it. No, who, oh, who's in it? Movies about soldiers. Uh, George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg. And I think yes, I've seen this. I've seen it. 
That was like a crazy, uh, you know, stealing a lot of money from Saddam things. Uh, yeah. Hameza is saying, uh, Salam, hola. How you doing? Salam and hola. He's a Muslim from Hawaii. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> Farhan, they are protecting... They are protecting people from you. Who are we talking about? I don't know. He wrote something. Uh, Hamza is saying, peace. How are you, brother Aziz? All right. Uh, I don't think any of us is named Aziz. Am I, but am, am I supposed to be the Aziz? Am I supposed maybe to be you're Aziz? Aziz. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's a... It, I don't know. You're Aziz from now on. I'm going to be Jambalaya <laughs> and you're going to be Aziz. All right. Uh, fined for drugs in the army, toy army. I don't know. Who was fined for... Were they fined? Were they fined for drugs? Nobody Nobody was caught. Like, I think... You, ah, if you, yeah, if... So, I think the... Uh, I didn't explain this properly. Only if you take drugs in the army and you... Um, and you're caught So from a drug test can they kick you out from the army? But everything yeah. else is considered uh, just crime. Like, you you have, there's military police for it. So I don't know what this guy is talking about. That's so weird, right? Like, the, the, the army is like, we don't, you cannot use illegal narcotics. We just want you to shoot people. <laughs> just shoot the people. Don't do anything despicable like smoke weed. <laughs> we don't want you to do that. Weird. <laughs> uh, right, a, a, lot right, of guys, a lot of guys used to get caught like uh, they'd, they'd give like soldiers two weeks off and a lot of guys would just do a whole bunch of coke um in their two weeks off and they'd forget that the first day we come back there's going to be a, a drugs test and um yeah i mean i even got caught actually i i smoked i smoked some pot but of course it takes like two weeks for for the pot to leave your system completely yeah and um and I smoked it like maybe three days before I uh, I got tested, but because there wasn't enough in my system, like I got mm. tested and everything, and it came it came out that it was below the it was below the the limit, uh, like the minimum limit. The, the limit, yeah. Also, the the figure that I needed that they needed to uh, get rid of me or whatever. So ah. I, so yeah, does that mean much. you can smoke a little bit of weed, or is this just unconclusive if you smoked weed at all? It it was it wasn't co quite conclusive. It could have been I I could have been a passive smoker as far as the test the people who are testing you. Ah, so yeah, and and this okay. is the way I survived. But I never did it again. Fuck, that was. <laughs> they were like, uh, "Did you stand next to a smoker recently?" Oh well, yes, yes, and I told them to stop. <laughs> I but the guys who did coke for three weeks and then came in—that's so dumb. Yeah, I know. Was like, did you do a massive amount of coke? <laughs> no, some guys, not at all. I don't know what you're talking about. So, some guys didn't come in at all when there was a, a drugs test. Like they, they just sort of like stayed at home and pretended they were sick. And then the following day, there was no drug test. So because it was all sort of like uh, on the fly. That, that doesn't and, sound uh, very professional. Like just skip a day and you're fine. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of people would just stay away if they did drugs. Like. This is uh, career isn't that, soldiers. Isn't that going AWOL though? If you're one, if you're supposed to be there and you're not there, isn't that going AWOL? No, it's not technically because if you go to a doctor and the doctor gives you the day off, then you're not uh, going. AWOL. I see. Yeah, I see. I see. Doctor, I need a day off. Why? I'm I'm feeling kind of woozy. Well, maybe it's all <laughs> the weed. Maybe I mean, you can, you can you could actually give them the 
you could give them the symptoms of having taken cocaine, but on a calm down and then still give you the day off. <laughs> yeah. You just don't say that it was cocaine. Yeah, you can you can just give them the symptoms of cocaine. You don't need the the, the come down of cocaine. I'm feeling irritable. I really I need I I just I can't stop moving. I don't know why. You know, just get it. All right, relax. We're gonna give you three days off. Yeah. So all right. So tell me tell me another story. You have any Africa stories? I've been to I South do, Africa, I, by the way. I do have uh, some Africa stories. Uh, I, I've got a story about my South African passport. Okay, uh, sounds good. Yeah, I've got two of them, actually. Um, so, yeah, um, not so long ago, I, I, I was, um, uh, I, I lost my passport. Uh, so I had my camera, my camera and my, um, uh, my passport in my bag. And I got uh, my camera stolen from my bag. And it was retrieved somewhere, somewhere in, um, in Neukölln. And uh, the person who retrieved it sent me a message on Facebook and said, hey, I've got your passport here with you, whatnot. And, and so I got my passport back. And so I decided not to use my passport, my, my passport or take my passport around with me, that, the one that wasn't, that wasn't date. So I decided to take okay. my expired passport. Hmm. And then uh, I went to work with my expired passport. Okay, side story. So I was working for Dust Express, right? And uh, I was delivering like drinks and shit like that. Okay. And, like um, alcohol to Germans? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, if you're watching this and you're not from Germany, Germany has, you, they deliver alcohol to your house. In case you're too drunk to go to the bar, they'll <laughs> deliver. A, and if, this is like a common thing. There's advertising where people just want to get fucked up and don't leave the house and just order in a lot of drinks. That's yes. common here. Yeah. And it's very common. Um, All right. Yeah. So anyway, I, so I, I was so I drive these vans right for them, but I I'd lost I'd lost my part my um, uh, my. You have your expired uh, passport. No, not my not only my passport, my mobile phone as well, and uh, oh, okay. and in my mobile phone there was my driver's license, so I didn't have my driver's license while I was driving as well. Yeah, this was taking major risks in Germany, but I had a copy of my driver's license. Right. Okay. So I had a copy of it. So, but I didn't want to hand this copy. So, okay, hold on. Shit, I'm, I'm, I'm ruining the story. <laughs> um, right. So I right I'm, now. All right. All right. I'm ordered, or rather, I get a, a, an order for a delivery at the Bundestag. Right. The Bundestag is the government building. Yes. Right. And um, and it's a whole bunch of water. Like I think about eight cases of water. You know. I, I I don't get it, but people do this sort of thing here. Okay. And um and so I deliver them to the Bundestag, but in order for me to get into the Bundestag, I have to give them some form of ID so that they know who's coming into the, you know, the the building that holds the, the country's building. Apartment. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is getting so, interesting. So I realize that I don't have a driver's license but I do have my expired South African passport with me. So I take my, South, my expired South African passport and I give it to them. But these guys, you know how they're supposed to look at the picture of uh, at the picture on the passport and on my, uh, at the picture of my face. Yeah. And, and, and then they're supposed to check if the, if all these details correspond and if the passport is actually not expired. 
they didn't bother checking all of this stuff. They looked at the picture, they looked at my face, they're like, okay, this, they're satisfied with this. And then they started sort of like scrolling through the pages. Now, my, my old South African passport is a passport I use to travel a lot around Europe and Asia and Africa. So okay. it has a lot of stamps in it, right? And these guys were just fascinated by the stamps. They're like, okay, uh, right, Africa. Uh, and then, of course, I've got also these European visas as well that is traveling to France and shit like that. And, they, and they're looking for, like, if, if I'm some sort of, like, weirdo that's trying to get into the Bundestag or whatever. And, okay. and they let me through. They, they just sort of, like, let me through. They keep hold of my passport, and they let me through. And I delivered reading it. Oh, he went to Papua New Guinea. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I'm going to text my girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You can get Germans with... You can this any time in, in history, except World War II, you can distract Germans with holiday propositions. And, and you got them. <laughs> just, just whatever. <laughs> you can't get in here, Cayman Islands. Oh yeah, the Cayman Islands are nice. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they let so you I, in. Did you give uh, yeah, water yeah. to Merkel? And I well, I, I was hoping for it, but yeah, she she. I don't think that was the building that she she occupies. It was too lax yeah. of security. Um, but yeah, I um, I managed to deliver the water, and on the way back, it turns out they gotten sick of reading the of looking for stamps from different places and, and actually read the passport and the guy looked at me and he was like and he screamed at me you know it was like what the fuck is this you know like in in completely in german i was like yeah. what the fuck is this this passport is expired shit like that um you know you just entered the fucking bundestag <laughs> i was like i'm not the person in charge of security man <laughs> <laughs> He's taking out his own failure at you. <laughs> You're like, look, I'll admit the falling asleep at a monitor in Cyprus one, but this one is on yeah. you. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, that, that was so fucking funny because he was genuinely upset. Like, he was, I, I, if he could have, I think he would have just put his his hands around my neck and just started fucking squeezing. <laughs> Why did he go red? Did he go German he red? Super red, man. He was just screaming and shouting. And all the other, he had like three other colleagues around and they were looking at him like, you can't be screaming at him. He gave us the passport. It was our job. <laughs> and everybody's it's funny like, because if there's, any, if there's any tourist there, they're seeing a white German yelling at a black man and they're going like, oh, he's, he's reenacting Hitler. <laughs> In the Bundestag. Like. <laughs> oh, man. That was it was like, brilliant. So I, he I can't he, he couldn't do anything to you, right? So did you did he just let you leave? Yeah, well he had to let me leave because uh if if he did anything to me, he would be admitting that he let a person with an expired passport go into the Bundestag. <laughs> and what he, is this he, man's name? Oh, <laughs> so his his colleagues were like relaxed, like this is your fault? Yeah, no, they, they actually said to me, please uh next time just give uh a, a former pro id you know like there was yeah. one guy who was really sort of like settled and he was like look we all make mistakes but next time just bring a, a proper id and that was it and then i was like okay fine i've delivered the water i'm out of here i don't need anything from the german state so <laughs> you're like uh, thank you very much i appreciate that now you should probably go clean up the dead bodies i left in the <laughs> 
I've, I've done everything I've needed to do here. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, there's going to be a change in government in the very near future. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> man, when it's funny, like Germans are when they get angry, it's scary, man. I'm not. I'm not just saying that as a Jew. I'm just saying like, because <laughs> for them, like when Germans get angry, I feel like as opposed to other people, you know, I, it, this might be a stereotype, but it's they, it's 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 as if a computer did not compute something, and, <laughs> and the reason that they're angry is that whatever is happening is impossible. You know what I mean? It's impossible. If they can't compute it, they turn red. They're like, there's something going on there. They have a, they have an issue with anger, like <laughs> suppressed anger. Don't you think? Don't you feel that way? Have you ever seen a German other than that guy get angry? Um, I think that was it, to be honest. I, I mean, I, I see you know, most of the time when I'm uh, driving around the city or walking, I, I see um, people uh, like screaming at, e at each other. But this is because uh, a cyclist. Um, or a, a motorist, rather, a person who's driving a vehicle, maybe uh, yeah. uh, went past a red uh, a red light and then almost hit a, a cyclist, and then you see people like screaming and shit, you know? Yeah, and they uh, scream. They're like, and they're like, they're like, fucking. They turn into weird Dobermans. Weird some people actually them. get even violent and like start smashing the windows and shit. It's like, wow, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean the cool. Germans are nice. They're 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 now they're 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 cool people, but just don't get them angry, man. Get them angry. <laughs> so weird, man. It's just weird. They're they're passive aggressive, and and you know if you're ever in a conversation in a German, don't say stop being passive aggressive because then they will become aggressive, and that they've realized through time that passive aggressiveness for them is is a way to go. And I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's the only person, the only nation. Uh, so that is saying that they. Oh, wait, what? What happened here? Ah, no, okay. She says uh, they only deliver. Oh, she's saying like the alcohol. They only deliver before ten thirty. It's meant for real alcoholics who can't get out of bed without the booze. Is it? Is it meant for that? No, I think uh, I think I've delivered I've delivered a drink at like midnight before. Yeah. Every time you delivered, did it seem like you're delivering to alcoholics or just to people who want to have a good time? No, it's not all the time like alcoholics. Like sometimes it's just people who, yeah, who are just going to maybe have a party or something. I don't know. It yeah. seems that way because sometimes it's too much alcohol for one person. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like. Here's just... too much alcohol for you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, um... you're, I, yeah he's not going to get a delivery tomorrow. He's going to be dead. You got you were used to be a sheep sheep herder, right? Uh, goat herder, yeah. Goat herder. That's all. That was amazing to me. Like, how did that, that's you're like creating a relationship with a flock of animals, right? Um, yeah, but uh, I feel like because there's a whole bunch of people who are who are taking care of the of the goats, it it doesn't become as um, as intimate as maybe if you have a dog or a cat or just one pet that you're looking out for. Mm. It's, uh, it's more sort of like, just do what you have to do so I can go and do what I have to do. It's kind of, mm. yeah. So you didn't like being a goat herder? Yeah, it was okay. I mean, I'm lactose intolerant, so they were good for me in a whole lot of ways. 
What do you yeah. mean? How is that? Goat's milk is lactose free. Ah, okay. I'm vegan, so I don't remember anything about Are you that. still there? I am there. Are you there? Can you hear me? Hello? Uh, Ian is uh, is skipped town. Uh, Soledad is asking, well, she's asking Ian, have you also read a lot of Nietzsche while herding goats? All right. Ah, you're back. Yeah. We got a we got a question for Soledad. Did you also read a lot of Nietzsche while herding goats? Did I, I read Nietzsche? Nietzsche when I was reading, I was herding goats. No, I uh, I was in Africa. I wasn't reading any Nietzsche in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Nietzsche who, uh, the one who wrote about the Ubermensch or something like that? Why would possibly? Why would you read that when Africa? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I did not do that yeah. at all. Did you like it or did you hate it? Like it, it seemed like you, you didn't like it. Was I mean, it a family thing or was it? Why'd you do it? it? Yeah, it was a family thing. Okay. Yeah. So you, you kind of had to do it. Did you like it? I mean, I didn't mind it. I, I wouldn't go as far as uh, saying I, I liked it. I, I mean, I, the, one of the reasons I did it was was because I got um, I got milk from it. So mm. yeah, it was beneficial to me. It was it was I had to take care of them for me for them to be able to take care of me. Did the goats ever look at you like, why are you drinking that? <laughs> <laughs> that came out of my body. I mean, oh my god! What do you do when you're when you go when you herd goats? Do you like? Is it just boring, or is it like, or is it like? Are you, what do you do in the man? Do you meditate, or do you just like stand there, or do you read, or what do you do? You normally go with your friend and you talk shit, and you yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't know. You like build traps or something. I'm, yeah, it's build traps for predators or what? Now for like little little rabbits or buck or something like that. Oh, was that like a big like a wilderness thing or what? Where was this? Yeah, this was out in in a little village. You can't even find it on Google, really. It's like uh, it's this little village called Kobakobo, right? Which is where my my paternal family is from. That is so cool. The sound that you just made. That is like the only I think only Africans use that that sound, right? It's mostly Africans, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't cool. think I've heard the clicking sound anywhere else. That's amazing. Like it's it's uh, when uh, the first time I heard it, I was like, "What?" And then I was like, "It's so cool that a language has a different way of sound." I can't even do it. Can you do it again? Cobo, cobo, Co That's I can't do it. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna look like just gonna look like a sad white man. <laughs> You know all these pretentious white people who come back from Africa? I've been to Obakaba. <laughs> like, shut up. You don't know how to say it. You don't know how to say it. But is that, is, is, can you say that, would you say that goat herding drove you to the English army? <laughs> and was, is that the thing? Um, I think learning the English language drove me to the English army. Ah, how'd you learn the English language? Uh, so when I was 14, I moved to Johannesburg, right? And, um, mm -hmm. and yeah, and a lot of people in Johannesburg, uh, so like speak a lot of languages, but they, they mostly communicate in English. So yeah, um, I, I had to learn how to communicate with everybody else, you know, mm. 
because there's uh, different uh, different languages in Africa or different dialects or. Oh yeah, uh, I speak I speak quite a several of those, but uh, you know they they're not uh, depending on where you are because uh, if you go for example in Johannesburg in just one community depending on where you are you could be speaking a completely different language to the to the one that you speak maybe uh, ten kilometers down the way uh, where you come from yeah yeah that's how how um, mixed it is sort of like people everywhere speaking different languages. Um, uh, for example, when I was in high school, I went to a school that speaks Afrikaans, which is um, which is sort of like similar to Dutch or Flemish. And yeah, I had to speak this for two years at school. And initially, when I went into into class and the the teacher was like teaching me something in maths, so they would do it in Afrikaans, and I wouldn't understand a fucking thing. <laughs> I would literally sit there, look at them, and smile and be like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." <laughs> They're like, you're very bad at math. No, I'm very bad at Afrikaans. I don't, I'm pretty good at math. I just don't know how to say what the answer is in that language. In that language, yeah. Like, right. yeah. So I had this for, for about two years, but I actually learned the language, which I think has helped, um, helped sort of uh, how I've adopted to, to, to the German language. It's, it's not great, but, you know, I, I sort of like get the gist and I haven't okay. learned that much of it. So. Oh wow, that's good. I've been struggling with German, man. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's difficult. So it's uh, it's a, uh, so much work. It's difficult, and also the Germans don't help. Every time, if I if I'm in the park with a dog and I start talking to a dog owner, so my in in the beginning the German is okay and they like speak to you, and then at some point it becomes like you're not German. <laughs> And then it becomes like, I don't want to speak English because it, my English is not perfect 100%. So I'm going to yeah. slowly back away. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to learn. I want to learn. Stay here and talk to me. And they're like, I'm not here to be your teacher. <laughs> but you, yeah. Do you speak well? Can you speak with them? Do you talk to German people? Uh, I mean, because, uh, yeah, because uh, a few a few months ago, I was, um, I was uh, so like... Uh, delivering drinks so when you deliver you have to initially speak in german so yeah and sometimes i actually carry it out carry out the whole conversation it's like oh yeah where are you okay uh this is how much this is gonna cost you shit like that so it's it's sort of like repetitive stuff but it's mm -hmm. yeah i feel confident enough because it's repetitive <laughs> oh yeah 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 no those the, the uber conversations i know how to have yeah. And the, my problem is the, the conversations with anybody who's not in an Uber. <laughs> That's basically my problem. <laughs> so the dad is writing like us. Probably <laughs> well, well, what? That seems like a problem for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I speak Uber German. It's like Uber Mensch, but no, it's not. That's it's Nietzsche for you. Ah, back to Nietzsche. Uh, so that is saying we should wrestle. Ger I should wrestle Germans. It's less of a struggle. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to wrestle. <laughs> if I wrestle, if I wrestle Germans. At some point, the word Nazi will come up. I don't want to. Do <laughs> All right. So, uh, man, I, we've been doing it for like an hour and ten minutes. It's been fun. Yeah, it's impressive. Wait. So I just because I didn't get the whole thing that your family moved to uh, to Johannesburg. So you moved with your family to Johannesburg. You learned English, and then you decided to join the army. Yeah. All right. You learned English and you said this is a language worth fighting for. 
No, I, not quite. <laughs> I, I mean, I was like, this is a language that I can use to communicate with people. Uh, and uh, yeah, that, that was pretty much it. There was, there was nothing else to it. There was like, uh, why did I learn this language if I'm not going to go and use it? With I'm its still people. here. Don't worry, my camera died. No worries. All right. So you wanted to use the language and you wanted to move to an English-speaking country? Pretty much, yeah. Hmm. Did you, are you happy with that? Or, would you, or do you have any plans to... Do you like Africa more than, than Europe? Or do you like Europe more than Africa? Uh, I, I find Europe um, right now, uh, I think as far as uh, if I'm considering a whole lot of things uh, with my life, probably uh, the most suitable place to stay for now don't okay. know how long that's gonna last um but yeah for, for now it's pretty suitable I, I, i'd like to go back to africa at some point but i, I don't know there's still a whole lot a whole continent i need to see like south america and shit like that so hmm. i haven't been to south america either i want to go yeah i yeah. i definitely need to go i mean, need to go and see what's going on there well no that's that's gonna be when Corona is over and we can travel again, everybody's going to not be in their own country anymore. <laughs> it's just like we're going to switch countries. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of Spanish in, in Berlin. All right, cool. Man, this was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun yeah. having you on. I learned, uh, I learned a lot of things about a lot of things. I know exactly now where, to, where messages are being intercepted in Cyprus. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and I know everything there is to know about the Taliban. I'm very happy. <laughs> yeah, you enjoy yourself? Was, was it fun? Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. All right. Do you want to plug anything or, you know? Oh, oh man. I just want to plug. Uh, uh, I do stand-up comedy, right? Um, uh, around Berlin. So when the comedy clubs open, uh, come and watch some stand-up comedy, okay? That's that's yeah. what I want to plug. That's true, man. You should all come watch. It's an amazing comedy uh, from all over the world here in Berlin. That's how I met Ian. And there's all sorts of interesting people from from like insane stories from their lives, and everybody's coming together and they're making this insane creative pool of comedy. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. All right, man. That was fun. Have all a right, good thank you. one. I'll see you later. Thank you. Bye. 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 All right, guys, that was the show. This show is called Going Crazy. It is on Wednesday. Every Wednesday, 8.30 p.m., uh, I do this show. Uh, on Monday, I have another show on my same page, my comedy called Aurea Levy. If you want to come check it out, just like the page, and you'll get a notification when I go live. On Monday, 8.30, I just rant about, you know, whatever is going on with me and going on in the week. You guys write me comments. I riff on your comments. It's usually funny and fun, and if you're not laughing from the jokes you're laughing at me being pathetic and on wednesday i have this show which every time i bring somebody up they're they're interesting we make fun of their life it's fantastic uh this week was uh, ian last week i had a comedian from sri lanka if you want to check out former shows you can either go to my wall on my comedy called oria levy or go to spotify because this entire show is also a podcast if you go to spotify and you write going crazy you can listen to this whole thing while you're taking a shit, which is really my goal. My goal in life is to make your shit, you know, seem less shitty while you're hearing me in your ear 
and you don't have to think about taking a shit. So this was a lot of fun. I thank you very much for watching. Please like my comedy cult, Aurea Levy, on Facebook or join us on Spotify and going crazy. And I will see you on Monday at 8.30 p.m. Peace out, motherfuckers!